0: Hey, what is up guys? Thank you for joining me. My name is Dr. Tom LaHue and welcome to my channel, to my laboratory, where we figure out all kinds of things about what's going on inside and how to relate to people. And today we're going to be talking about living with and working with and being around very sensitive people. Okay, so before we get started, in the description below is a link to my website, TomLahue.com, where you can book Enneagram coaching appointments, where you can go through a program to learn how to become an Enneagram coach yourself. Um, and thank you to my patrons. I really appreciate your continued support for the channel. So check out the website. Okay, so let's talk about this issue of very sensitive people, or sensitive people. Maybe we should just say sensitive people. Um I want to begin this discussion by saying I don't know anything about it, okay? I don't know anything, I mean like from books. I know there's books out there. I think there's even one called uh, Sensitive People or Living with Sensitive People. I think I even have it on my Kindle, but I haven't read it yet. So I need to read that. I'm just going to start by saying I don't know what I'm talking about. Now, your comments can reflect that. I'm just gonna tell you my my thoughts okay that's all this is is thoughts i don't claim to be an expert i don't even claim to be an expert on the enneagram i'm still learning and reading every day um so let's talk about living with working with interacting with sensitive people and let's try to figure out a little bit of what's going on and i'm an extrovert so i talk to think so i'm gonna think while i talk okay when you're around a sensitive person, what do we mean? I don't mean like paranormally sensitive. There are those too, whole other channel. When I'm talking about sensitive people, I mean people that we would say in a negative way, probably, this person's sensitive, they get their feelings hurt. Oh my goodness, you have to walk on eggshells around them. You uh, you say the wrong thing and then that sends them in a tirade or they get emotional or they get uh, frustrated or they get hurt. We tend to think of like sensitive people is proceed with caution. You got to be careful around these people. I think when I think about sensitive people, I think about the positive and the negative. Okay, the positive side is these people um, are careful. They they want others. They know how. I'm going to assume they want, but they know how to make other people feel comfortable. Other people feel included. Other people feel They know what those buttons are a little better than people who are less sensitive. They know what might make people feel comfortable and what might make them feel uncomfortable. So they're aware of those things. Even if other people are not aware of them, sensitive people are cautious people, careful people. They reflect on their actions and they at least are aware like this could cause Hurt, um, or this could cause upset feelings, and so you can't say that. You can't. You can't be like that. You you can't walk on the grass. It's going to upset somebody. It's going to hurt their feelings. It's going to make them angry with you. So they're very aware of like what might cause embarrassment or what might cause humiliation, and they're probably prone to not want to cause those things. So they're. There's a positive side to being sensitive, is these people are people who know maybe where some lines are that could upset others and in theory at least don't want to cross over those lines and cause upset feelings. So this person um you know might be a person in a group setting that says, you can't say that. And other people might think, Why can't I say that? It's the truth. Because they might value truth more than they value hurting people's feelings or being an embarrassment or humiliating themselves. They may not. They may not care about those things. Okay. Now the negative side of being a sensitive person, and I would say I'm moderately sensitive. I don't think I'm overly sensitive. I could be, but I don't think I am. I think I'm. I'm fairly sensitive. I am an ENFP, so the F is there, like to be careful and diplomatic and all that. Um, so I would say I'm moderately sensitive, but I'm not overly sensitive. I don't think I am. Maybe I am, but I don't think I am. We're not very self-aware, so maybe I am. Okay, so a sensitive person, what's the negative? Well, the negative is, um, yes, you are prone maybe to getting your feelings hurt and taking things the wrong way and being upset and being hurt and being angry or frustrated or feeling like... Here's, I think, the key. Sensitive people, the negative side is, how do they view others? Sensitive people would be inclined to think other people are insensitive because other people just stomp around all over the landmines and don't seem to care if they blow up. I'm a sensitive person. I'm careful when I walk through the field not to step on the landmines. And I see other people just stomping through the field, stepping on landmines and not caring if they're blowing up people's feelings, blowing up people's emotions, blowing up sensitive subjects. So I think a sensitive person is prone to look at other people as though other people are being insensitive. And to some degree, you know, maybe that is a correct understanding, um... Other people uh, are not aware that they're not being, are often not aware that they're being insensitive. They're just being themselves. They're not thinking about being insensitive. So they're not necessarily trying to hurt others' feelings. They're literally not thinking about others' feelings. And I guess that, to a definition, would be being insensitive. But that's different than willfully trying to hurt someone else's feelings. So I guess you could look at that as kind of being a neutral ground. Like, I'm not going at others, trying to get under their skin, trying to provoke them to anger, trying to hurt them. I'm literally just insensitive. I'm non-sensitive. I'm not aware that my words or my actions might be causing someone else difficulty or distress. I'm not aware of it, so yes, I am insensitive, or at least not as sensitive as a sensitive person. Wow, that word is starting to... too much Sensitive, sensitive sensitive okay where i think a sensitive person might perceive an insensitive person as being a brutal person or being a willfully belligerent person when they're not they're probably not trying to hurt people's feelings they're just literally not concerned with feelings feelings are not necessarily the most important aspect to this insensitive person. Perhaps, like I said, the truth might be the most important. Or funny might be the most important. And so it's funny, but it's not sensitive. It's being insensitive, but it's funny. Or it's true. um, Or it's the right thing, but it could be perceived by the sensitive person as being brutal. When that person, the insensitive person is thinking, I'm not trying to hurt someone's feelings. I'm just stating the truth or I'm just, and they would probably say to the sensitive person, relax. Oh my goodness, you're so sensitive. Okay, now, sensitive people are probably prone to getting their feelings hurt or being offended. After all, they're sensitive. Right. And so when you say something that you don't perceive to be harsh, or you do something that you don't perceive to be, you know, painful, it could be perceived by the sensitive person as painful. So the metaphor you might think of is I'm dropping pebbles, pebble, 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 but they land on a sensitive person as though they're boulders. And then the person who it lands on says, Ow, that really hurt. You just dropped a you threw a boulder at me. The insensitive person is thinking, "Are you kidding me? That was a pebble. I dropped a pebble. In my estimation, what I said was not hurtful. It was not all that big of a deal, but now I've got two problems. I've got whatever the first problem was, and now I've got your hurt feelings I've got to deal with or your anger that is coming at me or your And this confusion that now we have. And so I'm dropping pebbles, but they seem to be landing on you as boulders. Now, I want you to see something that I think is going on here. Correct me if I'm wrong. I told you I'm not an expert on this, so correct me if I'm wrong. Imagine that a person is living on property that is right under the surface of the ground. There's oil. Okay? Right under the surface, there's oil. Just feet below the surface, all kinds of oil. Now, what happens when you stick your shovel in the dirt and you dig a hole? You're going to build a pool. You're going to dig a well. You're going to, you know, put some fence posts up along your property. What happens when you dig your shovel into that ground? What comes bubbling up? Oil. Let's okay. So, did the person with the shovel cause the oil to bubble up? Yes, in a sense, they did. They're the ones that stuck the shovel in the ground. Oil came up. So are they responsible for the oil coming up to the surface? Yes, technically they are. Now, the person who had the shovel is going to think to themselves, this is all quite confusing because, you know, last summer when I was at my uncle's house, we put fence posts in. I stuck the shovel in the ground and no oil came up. So I'm surprised that oil came up. I don't understand why oil came up when every other time I've dug fence posts, oil did not come up. I don't know what's going on. I guess I'm to blame here for making the oil come out of the ground. They told me I'm to blame, but I've done this before on other properties and oil never came up. So, how am I to blame? I don't understand. And so, this person that is digging the fence post is going to be confused because. I was able to dig posts on another property and oil never came up. But here on this property, oil is coming up. I guess I caused that. I don't know what I did wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make the oil come up. I was just trying to dig a fence post. That's the way the insensitive person is going to feel. The sensitive person, what they need to understand, and what I think they, they fail to understand at times, is the oil has always been under the surface. The person with the shovel merely brought the oil back up to the surface. They didn't cause the oil to be there. They brought it to the surface, back into view. And that's a painful feeling to to have that oil come up. And the temptation is to blame the guy that was digging the hole. He made the oil come up but what you're not seeing is the oil was always there under the surface the person with the shovel was just the instrument that brought it back up to the surface which then caused the painful feelings all right initiated the painful feelings so what is the oil under the surface of the sensitive person well it could be these difficult painful feelings like like i don't have worth or value or I'm not wanted, or I'm not really cared about, or I'm not really understood. Um, And if and all those are difficult, painful feelings. I mean, those are awful feelings of worth, lack of worth. um, I'm a problem. Maybe when they were a child, they grew up with that message. You know that my life would be great if it wasn't. I'd take care of you, rotten kids. And so they've 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 overvalued this message that I'm a problem, I'm not wanted, I'm not really going to be loved, I'm not really going to be understood, I'm not special, I'm not cared about. Um And they are probably worth types on the Enneagram. There may be a few other types in here too besides twos, fours, and there may be a few other types in there as well that could be included in this. And depending on what kind of trauma you've been through in your life, this could be anybody. This could certainly be nines or sixes. I mean, Sevens, it could be anybody. So I don't know that it's limited to just the worth types on the Enneagram. And I don't know that threes necessarily are going to wrestle with this as much as maybe the twos and fours would anyway. So I don't know that you could say all worth types are going to be like this and none of the other types are going to deal with this. But let's just go back to that metaphor of all of these painful thoughts. And that's what they are. They're thoughts. They're not necessarily realities, but they're thoughts they're all beneath the surface and you know you could kind of forget that all of that oil is under the surface if it's not brought back to the surface. You might go ahead and just live your life and have your picnics and you know play ball with your kids and be able to kind of forget that those painful feelings that are are a part of you. They're in you. They're your thoughts and feelings. Okay, You might be able to go on for a while and forget that all of that is under the surface if the sun is shining and the birds are singing and the kids are getting along. It might be a week or two weeks or a month that you can go without having the thought of all of that painful stuff being brought up to the surface. Then somebody comes along who's not all that sensitive because they've never had oil at the surface, they don't live with all those thoughts. They don't struggle with worth or value or feeling unwanted or uncared for. They're, they're very secure in their worth and value. So they don't, they don't, now those are way down there, but they would never, you could be rough and harsh and critical of them. And maybe those feelings would never bubble to the surface because they're just, it's not what they struggle with. So that well-intentioned neighbor comes over with their shovel and they drop a pebble. It lands like a boulder. They stick in their shovel and they move the dirt and they say something. And maybe they um, they they say something like, you know, I could help. I could help uh, your daughter with uh, guitar lessons. And they didn't realize that they just brought those feelings back up to the surface of what me helping my daughter with guitar lessons isn't enough i'm not enough to help my my daughter with guitar lessons and so this well-intentioned person comes along and says i'll help your daughter with guitar lessons i've been playing guitar for a long time i don't mind They stick the shovel in the ground. They turn the dirt over. They think they're being helpful. I'm not here to dig fence posts because I enjoy it. I think I'm being helpful. But what happened? The other person heard that oil bubble up to the surface. Now, those feelings that, well, I'm not enough to help my own daughter with guitar lessons. I need Tom to come and help my daughter with guitar lessons. I'm not really wanted, I'm not really cared for, I'm a problem, they wouldn't miss me if I was gone, they don't really want me here, my daughter doesn't really appreciate me, doesn't want me to help her with guitar. Look, all those feelings are right under the surface. And so when the shovel goes in, all those feelings come up, It could be overwhelming. Oh, no, there it is again. That pain, that feeling of being unwanted, uncared for, not understood, not of value, not of whatever it is, not not at the center of things, not an insider, being excluded, not being included. All that stuff comes up to the surface. Where do you think the blame is going to go? The person is going to tend to blame the guy that stuck the shovel in the ground. You made me feel this way. You made me feel all of this terrible feelings. Which is going to surprise the guy with the shovel. Like, what did I do? I I literally just tried to help. I, I was over, you know, last summer, helping some other daughter with their guitar lessons, and they appreciated it. I don't understand what this is about. Oh my goodness, I'm walking on eggshells. The person with the hurt feelings may not realize that those are their feelings. They're their feelings that are hurting them. The guy that stuck the shovel in the ground too quickly didn't cause those feelings to be there. They just gave opportunity by something they said or something they did to, for those feelings to come back to the surface. And when they came back to the surface, it's that old same feelings that have been a problem all of your life just resurfaced once again. Did the guy with the shovel cause those feelings to bubble up? He didn't put those feelings there. Those are your feelings. You have to own your feelings. Um, those thoughts, those feelings, they were under the surface the whole time. The guy with the shovel just gave opportunity for the feelings to surface. But that guy will end up probably getting the blame and the disdain for causing me to feel this way. And They're going to be left like, I don't know what I did. How did I cause this? I'm sorry. Yikes, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that I was doing something that was inappropriate. I thought I was just being funny, or I thought I was being helpful, I thought I was being honest, or I thought I was doing saying what needed to be said. Wow, I didn't realize, you know, well, you should realize how hurtful your words are. What really hurt the person? The shovel? No. The oil coming up, the oil has always been there. It's under the surface. Okay, I hope you're getting that concept. I think I'm right. I don't think I'm wrong. I think I'm right. Okay. Now, what will the sensitive person do when that oil comes up? Those feelings, those thoughts of, you know, uh, those feelings and thoughts are going to bubble up at something that was said or something that was done or some slight that they feel was given to them. What are they, what is, what will they tend, how will they tend to respond? They might respond with anger. Boom, immediately. How dare you? In all my years, I've never been treated like that. Okay, they might respond immediately, like confrontational. Okay, They could go respond by forming a little group of, you know, flying monkeys. They could form a little group of people that they'd run off to. And can you believe the way they talk to me? Oh, my goodness. I Sympathetic listeners, you know who have learned you've got to be careful when you walk on their soil because they got oil under there, and this person wasn't careful, and, oh, my goodness, that's terrible. I can't believe they said that to you. So they might find a little league of supporters, a little coalition that they can go vent their frustrations to. You can't believe what they said to me. Oh, my goodness, I'm so hurt. I just don't know what I'm going to do. I almost gave them a piece of my mind. And there will be that little group of people that surround them and support them. Oh, that's terrible. They're so insensitive. okay. You might also see commercial, Cup of Sunshine, Hmm, Seven Stuff. Makes you feel great. Okay, so um, you might also see them just withdraw, get quiet, hurt. All those bad feelings are coming up. Like, I'm not wanted, I'm not cared about. See, this is further evidence. Once again, you, I'm not enough to teach my daughter guitar. Tom has to come in and do that. So... Uh, and and now you might see them just kind of like personify this unwanted person. They might just get quiet, reclusive, exclusive themselves like excluding others and fine if I'm not wanted then I'll just be this unwanted person. I'll just exist over here on the sidelines because nobody wants me around, nobody needs me, nobody cares about me. I'm misunderstood. And so I'll just disconnect and withdraw. And that way, you know, it's a little bit self-protective. Like I don't, that person hurt me with their shovel. I'm not going to let them hurt me again. So I'm going to withdraw. And I'll just play this role over here apart from everybody, disconnected and not a part of the group and not, and and obviously I'm not wanted, obviously I'm not cared about. So I'll just move over here to the sidelines and I'll just live and exist over here on the sidelines. I think, you know, it's helpful for the non-sensitive person to be patient and to be um, gracious and realize whatever reaction you're seeing, whether it's direct and straightforward and angry, or whether it's tears and sadness, and or whether it's withdrawal and isolation and self-protective, whatever it is, I think it might be helpful for us to kind of look at it like, they're helping me see... What they're seeing. They're helping me perceive what they're perceiving. Like if they come back at me with anger and frustration, it might be helpful for me, rather than to respond directly to that anger and frustration, say, Oh, when I dropped that pebble and it landed on you like a boulder, this must be what it felt like and sounded like. It felt like somebody was yelling at you, and now I'm seeing that reflected back in your behavior toward me you felt like I was yelling at you if you could rewind the video you would see I wasn't yelling at you I merely asked you know what's for dinner but it felt like I was judging condemning and yelling at you and now you're coming back with that same force that you felt like was was given to you and so it helps me to say that person yelling at me right now or screaming at me that's Maybe a glimpse as to what the internal conversation is in their head. Like they felt like they were being yelled at. And that's why they're responding with yelling. If you rewound the video, you would see I was not yelling. Or when they look hurt and sullen and withdrawn and they become kind of exclusive to you. They're helping you see that that's what they're feeling. They're feeling like you are withdrawing from them, so they're going to withdraw from you. You're being insensitive to them by your comments or by your actions, so they're kind of showing you what that insensitive looks like, and now they're kind of being insensitive to you. They're not responding to your bids for affection or attention or, uh, conversation. They're kind of withdrawing and disconnecting from you. And yeah, it is self-protective because it hurts to have shovels dug in and oil come up. So I'm withdrawing to protect myself. And when I see that I could be aggravated and go, come on, are you kidding me? I mean, I just stuck my shovel in the ground. I didn't know that. I think when you see that, behavior, you're getting a glimpse of what they feel like was done to them. You might think, well, that isn't what I did at all. Doesn't matter. They're showing you like, this is what it felt like. It felt like you were withdrawing from me. You were excluding me. You were being insensitive to me. You were saying cold things to me. That's the way it was perceived by them. So you'll see that reflected in their behavior toward you. Now, obviously, wouldn't it be great, the goal, wouldn't it be great is if all of us could be more self-aware. Wouldn't it be great if the sensitive person realized, I tend to be a sensitive person. I tend to have my feelings right up underneath the surface, right on the surface. I can wear my, my feelings on my sleeve is the way they used to say that. They're right up at the surface. And that's something, that's something that I struggle with. I struggle with that and I know I struggle with it. Other people aren't necessarily trying to make me feel bad. Other people are not necessarily trying to provoke my fears or, you know, to destabilize me or demoralize me in any way. They're not trying to cause me distress. I know that in in my head And when something is said or something is done that makes me feel left out or makes me feel not included or to feel uncared for or to feel unwanted or to feel misunderstood or to feel when something happens and those feelings come up, I need to be careful that I don't blame Prematurely, maybe they are a little bit to blame, but I don't I need to be careful that I'm balanced and I don't prematurely blame the other person because they probably don't know what they're doing. They don't realize that all this Enneagram stuff, you know, this worth and value and shame and guilt or anger or whatever it is, all of this, they don't realize all this is under the surface. And I need to realize that when it happens. When it happens and I feel like I think I'm being left out, I think I'm not being included, I think I'm being hurt right now, I need to realize that that's my feelings and the person that initiated that didn't necessarily cause my feelings to be there. They may have said something that brought those fears back up to the surface, brought those thoughts back up to the surface. It's not fair for me to just blame them for making me feel this way Um, because they're probably not going to understand what they did or why it was so severe and why it caused such a reaction in me. So I need to realize that when it's happening, that these are my feelings and I need to own them. This is my problem. It's not a problem that others are causing. It's a problem that I have. I tend to overreact to things that are said or things that are done. I need some new strategies. Like maybe if I'm feeling left out, I might just say that. I might just say, well, I wanna help too, or I wanna be a part of this too, or can I come too? That's a good strategy. If you're feeling like you're not being included, then speak up for yourself. In other words, if you're feeling this, I need to advocate for myself and I need to say, well, is it okay if I came too? Or is it okay if I was a part of this? Or is it okay if I was allowed to to uh, to participate? Most people are gonna be like, "Yeah, sure, I don't care. Come on, yeah, more the merrier. It's fine." No, they'll reject me. Okay, that reject me. That is, that's old wounds, old fears that live under the surface in you. Um. So advocating for yourself or saying, "Ow, that really kind of hurt my feelings. You know, that really hurt my feelings. Without necessarily blaming the other person for being the cause of those feelings. Look at it more like, ow, that brought all of my painful feelings that I've struggled with all my life back up to the surface. And that's a very difficult uh, experience to have. Um, now I need to decide what I'm going to do with this. If I focus on they caused this, I'm probably going to turn against that person who may actually be trying to help me and love me. Um, so I'm not going to turn against them. I'm going to have to recognize that, wow, I'm a broken person. And I, um, I need to be gracious with myself and I need to love myself and I need to be careful with myself and I need to recognize that there's a lot of old wounds down there um, that kind of lie beneath the surface. Other people maybe aren't trying to initiate all of this or bring all this to the surface. It's just part of what it means to be me. And I could decide at this moment to give more thought to this and dwell on it, and it's predictable what's going to happen, you're going to spiral down. It's predictable. You're going to spiral down into depression or despair or lethargy or apathy or whatever it is, um, and then maybe become combative at some point about it, withdraw, isolate, anger, frustration, hurt. If you focus on those feelings, And think about them and roll them over in your head. And that person caused all that. It's pretty predictable what's going to happen. Or you could decide, you know, it's really tough to be me sometimes. Being a sensitive person has its positives. But it also has its negatives. And sometimes it's just tough to be me. And it's just a part of being me. And I'm not going to give any more thought to this. I'm going to let it go. The stuff comes up, yes, and it is painful. But dwelling on it is not necessarily going to bring about the things I really want in life, like a great marriage or a great family or great work relationships or positive, positive attitude. Uh, I want to have a positive attitude. I want to be a gentle, happy you know, person who isn't weighed down by. And so if I focus my attention on what they said and what did they mean by what they said and what, if I focus my attention on that, How could they be so insensitive if I focus my attention on that it's going to lead in a predictable pattern if I move my attention away from that and say well you know we're all different and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they didn't mean to drop a boulder on me to them it was probably a pebble and I need to recognize that I tend to be a sensitive person and I need to be patient with myself and say yeah there's a lot of hurt under that surface there's a lot of fears under that surface and I'm going to take those to God every day and I'm going to I'm going to you know try to work through those but I I want to be careful I don't blame other people for the stuff that is inside me Okay well like I said from the beginning I don't know if I've got it all figured out I'm trying to figure it out as I go, you know. Um I'm going to probably read that book on sensitive people and I may go, "Wow, I really needed that piece of the puzzle. I really needed that piece of the puzzle." But um with talking with so many, you know, people in coaching appointments, I kind of hear the common themes over and over again. And working in the local church, I, you know, I see it uh, over and over again. So, I hope this helps if you are a sensitive person or you you know, live with or work with or relate to or a parent of or a child of a very sensitive person to be more patient, to be more understanding, to be more compassionate with each other, um, to hold each other a little more carefully and um, affectionately. I hope this helps develop more understanding. And if nothing else, even if I'm completely wrong about this, at least it got you thinking about maybe why we sometimes don't see eye to eye, and that we could work on being more gracious and understanding of each other and of ourselves. All right. Thank you, guys. Wish you the best. And as always, be present to life. Um, And sometimes life can be difficult and can be brutal and can be harsh, but there's always lessons to be learned um, when we embrace life as it is. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.